Hi there, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. My name is Sherry, my pup's name is Sunny, and we're training to be an animal-assisted counseling team. You are listening to the Therapy Dog Talk podcast, the show that interviews past, present, and future therapy dog teams about how they're making an impact in their communities. Today we're talking with Adele about her journey to becoming an animal-assisted social work team with her Australian Labradoodle, Rosie, why she decided to pursue a career in animal-assisted therapy, and what she looked for in an animal partner before finding Rosie. We'll discuss what she's looking forward to about incorporating Rosie into her work, how Rosie inspired her to start her own accessories line, and get a sneak peek into upcoming products for therapy dogs. Before we hop in, if you're just getting started on your therapy dog journey and feeling a bit lost, I've put together a free guide for you, which you can find on my website at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. Without further ado, meet Adele and Rosie. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? I have here with us also. Oh, hi, Rosie. It smells a treat here, so she's only interested in that. I love it. Do you want to go ahead and share with everyone who may not know you your name, your dog's name, and about where y'all are located? My name is Adele, and this is Rosie, and we're in New Jersey. She is a mini Labradoodle. She's a little over a year and a half old. Okay. Her birthday is February. We're past that one-year-old therapy dog requirement. You guys flew through the requirements, huh? Yes, so we could go through the requirements i do have an update on our journeys i'm in my senior year of social work i do have one year masters after that but i went in with the intentions of doing animal assisted therapy i was originally pre-vet and then i have a fear of needles so I quickly stopped that shadowing a vet and I was looking into alternate careers with dogs. I was actually in chem class. I just had failed that test. I am not a chem student and I was searching careers with animals that aren't medical and that's when I found animal assisted therapy. I've also always been intrigued by animal behavior and human behavior so I thought that was perfect so after that I started thinking about my timeline when I would want to get a dog to train for therapy started doing breed research talking to breeders and came home May of last year so it just coincidence it overlapped with COVID but I was able to dedicate extra time to training which worked out for us I think that's around where we met isn't it I think I met you shortly after you brought her home yeah I think we connected right after I was looking into other people that were doing therapy with their dogs so that's when I found you guys so I actually spoke to Courtney from the Influencer Collective Co before Rosie was even born to start talking to people and I started talking to we're going with Alliance of Therapy Dogs I researched different organizations I started talking to them so right now Rosie has completed her training she passed her evaluation test and I just finished this big stack of paper this is our first time kind of saying it out loud but Rosie is one step closer I just have to finish this paperwork which I plan on submitting tonight after our therapy dog talk that's where we're at that's really exciting yeah, because she passed the test like a month ago? Yeah, she passed it around six weeks ago, and then we just got very busy. So that's why we haven't submitted it yet. So that's really just the last step for us. Yeah, that's really great. 
Aw, <laughs> she's like, more <laughs> snacks, please. <laughs> yeah, I remember I really appreciated when you first reached out. Originally, you were posting from the underscore Therapup, which was Rosie's account. And you were sharing so much good stuff around the training journey and what that looked like for you all. Were you working with a trainer to do that? I had contacted a few trainers in my area. I ended up finding a trainer that had, now he's not working there anymore, but he was with PetSmart, who had therapy dog level training training okay so we worked with him since she was a puppy and had trained for about a year until we felt like she was ready requirement is for them to be a year old but i mean she's still a puppy now so we needed some extra time to get over those puppy behaviors yeah for sure i know some programs require them to be two years old probably for that reason (laughs) some dogs are ready at one and some dogs just need a little bit more time and that's okay some dogs need a lot more time and that's okay too training is definitely ongoing it's not like we finished her training and then that's that we're constantly practicing that i mean you could see right now she's hooked on treats but maybe we gotta wean a little bit off of them yeah i think that's something that a lot of people don't realize what you just said is so so gold that it's an ongoing journey you can't just assume oh i passed the test so now my dog is good until the end of time it never stops oh yeah we're still doing some public access things and just general obedience training so it's definitely something that this and she loves training so I mean, a lot of people, I feel like, also don't realize how rewarding it could be for dogs. After a training session, this girl is ready for a nap. So it's also helpful in that way. Yeah, definitely, especially with the mental stimulation. Yeah. Well, what do you think that Rosie will enjoy about being a therapy dog? This girl loves any living, breathing thing. Yeah. She loves comforting people so i mean a tiktok went viral where she loves giving hugs if you ask her for a hug i don't know if she could do it here rosie can i have a hug that is so precious yeah she's very attentive to people's feelings she was actually tested as a puppy her temperament Uh she was suitable for therapy and i mean (laughs) that was as spot on as it could be some examples are today even my niece was here and she six months old my sister was feeding her a bottle and she started coughing and rosie ran over laid down next to her to make sure she was okay or one someone was upset about something in my house and was crying and rosie barked because someone was in the way and when they moved she went right up to the person that was crying and comforted them so she definitely loves the attention that people give but i do think that she can sense people's moods and does enjoy helping with that also yeah you mentioned that she was tested as a therapy dog. Yeah. What was your process like when you were looking for a dog? How did you decide on Rosie? I reached out to breeders and I originally wanted a mini poodle that kind of suited my living situation and the type of dog. Also, my mom does have allergies. So I know that no dog is 100% hypoallergenic, but something closer to that. So I was looking for a mini poodle and I couldn't find any reputable breeders in my area. I went through pages and pages and pages of Google breeders on a spreadsheet, mapping things out, and I ended up finding Rosie's breeder. And they said that they had worked with therapy dogs before. Okay. They worked with a trainer to temperament test the litter, which kind of, it's not 100% accurate because nature versus nurture, but indication about which dogs are suitable for therapy. So before they temperament tested the litter, 
I met someone else that was getting a dog from the litter and I kept on saying, I don't know, I had my eye on White Collar on Rosemary. That was her breeder name. And so I had my eye on her and I said, I know at the end of the day, I'm going to have to pick the dog that's most suited for me. And she was number one. So it just Uh happened. (laughs) It's like you just knew. Yeah, with her short little ears her ears used to be only up to her eyes yeah so she ended up the dog and that worked out and yeah she really does look like a little teddy bear sometimes (laughs) want to look up she's looking for crumbs right now has anything surprised you along your training journey before I got her and I was thinking about a timeline, I was like, yeah, and so the day of her birthday, she turns one year old, then she'll be ready to be a therapy dog. So I didn't really know much about what went into training. So definitely that surprised me. But I mean, I love working with her on her training journey. Yeah. So that's one thing. I didn't really realize all the work that goes into it. And now I do. What are you looking forward to about doing therapy work with her? So I love studying the human-animal bond. Mm-hmm. So definitely seeing firsthand how animals can just change people in an instant. Scientifically, even getting a dog reduces anxiety, depression, lowers your heart rate, makes you more calm, your blood pressure. Everything just goes down and the happy oxytocin those just go up so being able to see firsthand how dogs can change people and just improve their mood and help them reach their mental health goals so i'd say that's what i'm most excited about i love that you two are going to make such a great team thank you when will she be able to work with you or is she already we haven't started official work our organization does require visit forgot the exact amount of time but every so often so i would like to start volunteering with her but because i'm now on my way to get my bsw this year which is a bachelor of social work uh-huh. after i have one year of my msw which is a master's of social work and then i have to take my license exam so it might be a couple more years until she can work with me in actual client sessions but that all depends on where i'm working so ideally i can get a placement in a job that does want to start with her right away yeah so professional work is going to be in a couple years but hopefully we'll be able to start some volunteering soon that's great do you know what type of volunteer work you want to do with her I have to look into it, but I am interested in maybe working at the fire station or at the police station. Something with professionals who don't always get to set time aside for their mental health. That's something that I'm interested with. That's really great. Well, I know you have all kinds of colors behind you that were inspired by Rosie. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that story? Yes. So Rosie is the inspiration behind my business. She came home with a matching harness and lead but she needed a collar and I couldn't find anything that matched so I bought new accessories I spoiled her from day one and then when she got bigger I realized I didn't like the harness design because it wasn't very adjustable and so I had to find a new harness and then I had to find a new leash and collar that matched and it was a whole long thing and that's when I started designing my business and so I take off her collar now this is my favorite print right now. Okay. Cauliflower prints. So I designed a line of harnesses, collars, leashes, and poop bag holders, all in coordinating prints. And so Rosie is the reason I started the business. She's here with me every day. I ask her, do you want to go pack an order? And she runs to the door to go down, <laughs> pack an order. So yeah, she can use 
things to inspire me. So not just with our therapy dog journey, but my business journey as well. And I mean, the treat she ate is actually, we stole it from our stack of free treats for orders this month. So I took one for the team. I mean, she earned that salary. It's fine. Are you going to make any changes to your line with therapy dogs in mind? Like I know, for example, Alliance requires a four foot leash, which is shockingly actually difficult to find. So I grabbed something new. This is one of our leashes. Okay. And what I'm doing with Rosie is if we're going for something that's longer, so when we're getting ready for a visit or our training, mm-hmm. it has this hook by the handle. Okay. So it is I have it now, but I attach a little carabiner clip at the end of it. Okay. Onto her harness and then just clip the leash here. So then it's around. That's so smart because yeah. then you don't need a second leash for therapy work. I love that. Three and a half feet long, which is right at where we have to be. Yeah. And uh, right after we do our training or our visiting, I can just unclip it, clip it back onto her harness and we're back at our standard six feet. I love that. So that's what I've been doing until we develop a line specifically for therapy dogs. Adele, do you have any advice for someone who's wanting to be a therapy dog team? It's definitely very rewarding. I don't think there's any cons to doing it. Depending on the organization, some require a visit once a month or every three months. So even if it's not something that you can commit to weekly, it's definitely something that you should do and share the healing power of your dog. And I had people reach out to me when they have questions. I always say, if you ever have a question about animal-assisted therapy, whether professional work or volunteer work, my DMs are always open. I love answering any therapy dog questions. And I definitely think that professionally, it's a very new career. It's definitely something that is just at the beginning point. Volunteer work with therapy dogs, so animal-assisted activities, have been going on for longer than professional work. So I think that anyone who is interested in mental health and loves animals and dogs, it's definitely something to look into professionally as well. Yeah. Right now I'm actually at an equine-assisted psychotherapy practice doing my field work. Okay. So that's working with horses. Okay. And it's very different than therapy with a dog because you have a huge animal instead of a portable one. Right. But that's also another area that people don't realize that they can go into. It's not just with dogs necessarily. You can go in with other animals as well. Yeah, I have a friend who has a therapy ranch and she has bunnies and chickens and goats and they all have different reasons. She was explaining to me what types of clients really resonate with different animals and what things they learn from them whether it's creating boundaries or different things like that it was really really interesting i've seen a video of a mini horse going to hospitals like a therapy dog so i mean there's a lot of different things you can do and ways you can go with therapy animals in general so you're not really cornered into this one path i mean and also a lot of people aren't aware of the opportunities that exist with therapy dogs a lot of people say oh i'm not interested in visiting nursing homes with my dogs but there's a lot of different things that you can do some people don't realize they can go and comfort kids in court 
mm-hmm. or people in police stations or even they have therapy dog programs in prisons. So mm-hmm. the endless possibilities because I mean, I think everyone can benefit from having a dog around. So yeah, the program we're looking at is actually working with children with autism. And then I know LAX has a therapy dog program where the therapy dogs wander around the airport looking for people, especially in like the international terminal. And I've even seen therapy dogs at dentist offices. I always said if my office had a therapy dog, wouldn't that be amazing? Someone told me if my therapist had a therapy dog, I'd be so excited to go to sessions. It's just better. Yeah, definitely. Well, I have one last for fun question for you. But before I ask that, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? I mean, I think that's it. All right. My final question is, is Rosie going to get a present every day of Hanukkah this year? We had a little bit of a problem last year. So there's eight nights of Hanukkah. I got her a present each night. The ninth night came with not Hanukkah, and she ran where we light the candles and waited for a present. I've conditioned her that every night we get a present. So, I mean, I'm probably still going to do it because it was tons of fun. The same thing happened with my two-year-old niece. An Amazon box came after Hanukkah my Hanukkah present so something fun to do so I we probably will be doing that again I remember watching that on your story last year and I remember her being mad that there wasn't a present yeah. on the night. so I had to ask if that was going to come yeah. for her again this year it's coming around soon so I have to start looking for her Hanukkah presents and I'll definitely <laughs> share that on our story again all right well thank you so much Adele. it was really nice to have you and Rosie on thank you so much and again if anyone is watching that is interested in a career or volunteering with therapy dogs reach out to me i love to help everyone and thank you so much for having me it was very fun yeah thank you have a good day you too bye i really hope you enjoyed this episode of therapy dog talk if you did please do me a favor and leave a review and rating on the podcast platform of your choice if you have a guest that you think would be a great fit for therapy dog talk send me an email at hello at therapy dog talk.com Thank you so much and we'll see you next week.